A lot of these guys, a lot of my clients say, I want a good haircut. I want to like going to get a haircut, but every time I go, I hate myself. Yo! to another episode of Asian Not Asian Podcast, a podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no American cares about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. And I'm Mike Nguyen. Today is Sunday, October 10th, and we are reunited. Hey! Coming at you live from Canal Street Market and the Canal Street Radio listening party. Is that still around? Yes, that's still, are still around. around. Okay. Hey, those things are still around. Thank you so much Thank for you so much. having us. Yeah. You you came in on a red eye. I came in on a red eye to do this episode. That's right. Damn. Damn. That's, that's kind of baller and also kind of sad it's really sad <laughs> it's, it's so sad i mean i'm i'm so i'm fucking tired of shit but but today's an exciting episode so i had to come it is through. an exciting I had episode to come through man it is we're gonna be actually in the studio quite a bit this week because we're gonna yes. record this and then we have we're like have a whole like day of recording yeah another day it's like podcast boot camp this week dude we got so much pot we got so, and then you got like a bunch of shows we yeah, have hack yeah. city this we week hack city this week it's gonna, it's gonna be, be a busy week crazy it's gonna be crazy you're gonna do the social media oh i'm sorry yes Uh, (laughs) if you're checking this out if you're checking this out um on uh youtube please hit uh like subscribe if you're uh, listening on the podcast app please hit five stars and leave us a review uh tell us what you think because we love hearing from you guys i i read them all the time when i get sad uh so please check that out and then if you're uh, listening to us on spotify hit follow so you are always up to date with the latest episode and of course tell all your friends tell your friends and before we start the show we always give a shout out to our newest patreon subscribers what is patreon it is the best way to support this podcast uh we are completely uh independent operation we're not with any network so we have this website where you can donate your money to us and (laughs) you give us money and in in return you get cool shit like bonus episodes we give you a shout out on the podcast and we sign into your dm so uh if you're interested in that please go to patreon.com slash asian not asian pod and help us make this into our full-time thing okay make us into joe rogan's that's what we want yes i I want to try jujitsu and elk meat for a little yes i was going to talk about elk meat yes can we guys like elk meat okay i hope so there we go we uh okay the four new um patreon people this week uh darren blake Darren Blake. Darren Blake. This uh, is like a this is like a British dude. I think it's I think it's British. I think it's a British dude. I think Blake, like James Blake, the singer. Exactly. Yes. All right. Well, cheerio, J- Darren Blake. Thank you so much. Thanks for your money. You're a British Asian. Uh, <laughs> next we have Vince Mart. Oh, God damn, Martellacci. Marta- Martel- like Martellacci. This is like a flavor of uh, fucking gelato or something. This this is a this guy's Vince. from New Jersey. This guy is yeah. definitely. You know what's been crazy is that I've been doing shows, and sometimes now the people who come to see me are not Asian. Yeah, dude. A white guy. This like, I think he listens to the show. I I didn't catch your name. Seemed like a nice guy. It may have been he. He looked like a Vince <laughs> Marta 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 Lachi. Like Vince Marta Lachi like has the vibe of like his family was in the mob. But like he has no power. No, no. But he mean? he he got clean and he opened a carpet store. Yes, yes. And he doesn't want to get. He doesn't want to touch that. Money. He doesn't want to get into that. Money. He saw how bad it was. Yeah, and Now yeah. he makes a very good living off off of carpet. So yes, yes. go to Vince's Carpetorium in New Jersey. In, in Jersey City. <laughs> in Jersey City. <laughs> That's a good time. Thank you for your money. Uh, next we have Leslie Fong. Fong. Leslie Fong. That's Chinese. Chinese. That's Chinese last Chinese. name. Then last uh, but not least we have Yen Chang, and we have to Yen. give a special shout out because this person gave us. Wow. That's up a year. That is like that's insane. This guy invested in Bitcoin early. He did. That's why he has so much money. Um. So thank you. And Chang, I think is Chiang. Chinese. I'm gonna say Chinese. But Yen is Yen. 
a Chinese name? Yeah. Is I it? think so. Interesting. It could be a number of things. It's also the Japanese currency. I was confused. You know? <laughs> this guy is money. This guy's money. I mean, he's made of, he's made of money. He's he literally a, he just <laughs> ripped some of himself off and gave himself some of it. I love it. Well, thank you guys so much for donating. And uh, if you want to get in on this game and uh, have us guess your ethnicity based on your last name, please go to patreon.com slash Asian, not Asian pod um today's a special episode so we're not gonna do the thing where we ask each other what kind of asian we were today mm -hmm. uh we are doing an episode about asian hair okay yeah it's a special asian hair episode and here's what i want to say beforehand okay i feel like this podcast people like the reason why people like this podcast is because i feel like it allows us it's like yep. a medium for us to talk about really specific asian things in depth super specific we don't think. so so on this podcast if you're a fan we've covered rice cooker politics we okay? did that was very we've covered the controversial asian hair yeah. Off the Myrtle Wyckoff stop theory. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. But one area we have not covered yet is the trials and tribulations of having Asian hair. This was this was uh, this is I knew we were kind of on to something yeah. because I can't remember exactly. We were talking to someone, one of our guests about Asian hair, and I feel it's come up a few it's times. Come up a few times, yeah. And then you start you put on our Instagram on the story, just like, hey, we're gonna do an episode like this. Can we? You know what are some recommendations for people we could talk to, and we like we got so many fucking. That was DMs the most engagement this. we've ever had. So I didn't much. know. I think we've been doing this podcast wrong. I think we need to just pivot into being. We're only just going to talk about Asian, Asian hair, hair from now on. Because I mean, the it's engagement so, was crazy. It was so crazy. And like we got so many uh, recommendations. We got yeah. all these comments. People were like, "Oh my god, finally!" This is like one of those things. That I know that black hair is a thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Yeah. And I just didn't know that, that Asian hair is a thing. Also a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. And I think for people who may not know what the hell we're talking about, yes. just a quick thing. So, so, so to Vince out there, <laughs> Vince Martellacci, if you're sitting in your carpet shop. And you're sitting in your carpet shop <laughs> and you're listening to this podcast from these two Asian dudes and you're wondering what's the big deal. Okay, here's what here's a, a, a summary okay, of, of what's happening. Most Asian people have thick ass hair and I like to always describe it as like it doesn't my barber always says it doesn't listen to you. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You want to do a certain thing, but you won't. It's like a bad kid. It won't listen to you, as opposed to like white people hair. I always describe it as like it's like it's like cat's hair. You can do anything with it, mm. and you can fix it very easily because yeah. it's very soft. And especially with the Asian people, I know like for guys, our our sides, our hair like grows outwards, mm. and it's very difficult to like style it if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. And I think that that causes a lot of like frustration for a lot of young Asian American people who may not have access to like an Asian barber or Asian person who cuts their hair. I mean, Mike, I know you don't have hair now, but yeah. do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, oh my God. I mean, I, we can get into it. And oh, we're going to. The Asian hair. So I have wavy hair. Yeah. I'm Vietnamese. And then I have wavy hair. And for the longest time, I grew up in the 90s. So I had... I always wanted all the cool Asian kids in my school, in middle school, had like the Asian gangster bangs. Gangster bangs. Do we know what we're talking about? Like you guys? Kill Bill? Did they do that? Gangster I, bangs. I, yes. Me, I don't know if I've ever seen it in the mainstream media. Okay. I just, oh, I, the, just, the only I, just I just Googled gangster bang, got a totally different Google Oh, no. Result. Yeah. Don't look at that. <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people yeah. uh, stuck, stuck in, in, yeah. in a dryer there. No. <laughs> we... No, they. It's like kind of like uh, you know, if you ever watched uh, Better Luck Tomorrow, there's kind of that vibe there. Okay, okay. But it was like it's it's very you know the hair is very straight. It like you know it's like you know highlighter a certain way. It's very cool. Yeah. And I didn't. I could never do that because my hair just doesn't do that. And yeah. then it's a whole thing. But I had so much anxiety. Mm -hmm. I remember mm -hmm. I used to. 
uh, have daydreams all the time as a kid. And I used to have two daydreams. One, I was a samurai. One. That was the first <laughs> one. I was, you know, you're a kid. You're like, oh, I'm, I'm such a bad. Yeah. The second thing, I always wished I had straight hair. Like, mm. I wished I had yeah. Yeah. just good hair. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and the, the most popular kid in my school, his name's Ivan. He's a Chinese dude. Uh, and he had great hair. And I realized, well, he was friends with me, so we hung out. And I realized one of the things, and this is like, this blew my mind. He blew dry his hair every day. Mm. He like would do that, so it would like be all like cool looking. Yeah. And I was like, this guy's on another level. Right, right. I can't possibly do this. I have no idea what that means. Yeah. Bottom line is, I think this is like a deep seated anxiety that a lot yes. of we're, we're gonna talk a lot about Asian guy hair because we, we've got people who are who are who are experts in that. But I know a lot of you know Asian women have also. Th- this is also a thing. Um, and I think it's just like something that we don't talk about. No, we don't talk normally. about it. I mean, I know like like you mentioned, black hair is a thing. If you it's say black thing. hair, there's a lot of jokes about black hair. It's been made on TV, right. stand up, but nobody is talking about Asian hair. Nobody's making Asian hair jokes. There's dude. very. Spe- I feel there's very specific Asian hair jokes. There's yeah. a, it's like there's like bowl cuts. Yeah, there's bowl everybody cuts. has bowl cuts. Yeah, there's yeah. perms, getting perms. Yeah, yeah. Pom- per- perma as uh, you know, Korean people love yeah, getting yeah, yeah, perms. Yeah. You know, and I feel like those are. Those those two things actually, I think, are very telling about how Asian people approach hair. Because mm. it's mm. like bowl cuts are really, it's so functional. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. here's a bowl, we cut it, boom. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the perm is, I don't know what what that's all about really, but like that's also a way of like dealing with hair, like giving you full it's very volume. Extreme. Yeah, it's like because it's so tough, you have to go. Yeah, you, have, you, you have to, There's only like two options. You got to like know? do all these things. So I feel yeah. like you know, and then and then like I mean, you think about it, like you know, has your dad, you know, ever talked to you about like my, I think my dad had a game where he he tried to find the cheapest place to get a haircut in the in the town. Right, right. We would they don't. In. That's an excellent point because I do <laughs> feel like. Black families, maybe they do talk about black hair. I think, you know? I think, well, I mean, for sure, barbershops are. And, and they definitely go. I think from black people from a younger age know not to go to certain barber places, exactly. or like they know to go to certain yeah, places. Yeah, this is the thing you're gonna go. And there's to. different like jargon. You know, if, yeah, if they you just listen to um, black women talk about like, because some some people like wear wigs and shit, right? Yeah, and they, they get special braids and like, there's all these like things that come with that. So 100, uh, there's definitely an Asian version of that, but we no one's ever talked about it. And hey, you know us, we're trailblazers. <laughs> when it comes to yeah. Asian jokes. So uh, yep. to help us answer some of these questions and concerns, um, we've invited um, people who cut Asian hair for a living. Um, they are they work at uh, a barbershop that's very popular in Chinatown in New York called 12 Pell. And you may have seen their uh, TikTok videos go viral on there. Uh, so check that out if you haven't already. So please welcome Tim Huey and Carhol Lung, everybody. Woo! Woo! What's up, guys? What's up? What's up? Hey, hey! Thank you so much for uh, coming on the show, man. Thank you, pleasure. Thanks for having us. Um, Just real quick, man. Like, I mean, you heard us talk about it a little bit. Um, Asian hair, you know. Uh, Are these sort of, you know, we we kind of briefly described like our issues with it and our our sort of insecurities with it. Are these sort of relatable things to you guys as well? I mean, yeah. I mean, I've I've grown up with Asian hair. You know, I've I went through all of the uh, styles you can imagine. Yeah. Um, the Goku. The, the, the Goku. The Goku. What's the Goku? What's the Goku? What's the Goku? The where, the where you have the bangs coming down oh. here. Oh, shit. You have the spiky hair with gel. With yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I've oh, had the, the, the highlighted tips. Mm-hmm. The Cisco. Uh, yes. The Mohawk. The Faux Hawk. The Faux Hawk. The Hawk. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, growing up, it was definitely difficult. I didn't have anybody to talk to. My mom was a was a stylist back then, so she was actually the one oh. that was cutting my hair. Yeah, that's oh. cool. Wait, yeah. where did you grow up? 
in Brooklyn. Oh, okay. Brooklyn, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And what about you, Carl? Where'd you grow up? Um, I actually, I'm from Maine. <laughs> Are you <laughs> serious? Yeah. You're from Maine? Yes. Oh, shit. I, I'm from the suburbs. How yeah. You do uh, not give me Maine, Maine vibes, vibes in no. any way at all. I, I did I did move here when I was six, so okay. I, I, you could say I'm a New York City kid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, I think my journey with hair started, I mean, it was always my dad cutting my hair. Yeah. Right. And right. it was your typical buzz cut. Yep. Um, and he was a master of clipper over comb. And that's a technique that a lot of barbers use. Oh, really? Um, for Asian hair specifically. Clipper over comb. Comb. So you yeah. have the comb, and then you and then you use the clipper. I didn't know that that was it. an Asian specific thing. I have had that done to me. I, I mean, they, they do it. It's a technique used across the board. Yeah, but it's it's very good for Asian hair because it creates shape. Oh. And because I mean, Tim can run us through all the technicals because this guy's the master. Yeah, but um, our hair grows ninety degree angle to our scalp, mm. so perpendicular. And so that's why when you were talking about it earlier, how it grows outwards. Yeah. Uh, Caucasians don't have that problem because theirs grows at a degree down. Yeah. Oh. So even as their hair gets longer, it gets it just gets longer growing down. Right. But ours, we start to look like a chia pet. Right. Yes. Oh my God. And so, so, so yeah, the, triggering. So the buzz cut thing was just like super easy because you just go clip over comb, you just work it all the way around the head. Yeah. And then bam, you're done. But like as a kid, you're left you're left with not that many options, right. and our parents aren't really thinking about style for us. Sure, so right, it's like right, right. what's quick, what's fast, yep. and what can be done in the bathroom. Yes, and that's what you got. <laughs> the yes. Bathroom. Yeah. Where did your dad learn that technique then? Oh, Just so my dad. Funny story is that he actually, when he got here from Hong Kong, um, he's from China, but like they went down to Hong Kong and he came down over here. Yeah. Um, when he first got to New York. Uh, the first gig he picked up was being a barber. Oh shit! Now, yeah. Was he a barber in Hong Kong, or he was just like, no. I'll do fucking anything? No, he'll do anything. Oh and shit! Then, and then back then, when you first got to New York City, it was either you were doing in the laundry business, yeah. or you were cutting hair, and those were like two really easy entry points to getting a job. Yeah. Um, he has this crazy story. Uh, he was eating at this corned beef house on Pell Street, and um, he was just eating there with his brother and his sister, younger brother, younger sister. Sure. And somebody saw the way that he had blow-dried his own hair. Oh, shit. And then paid for his meal. And when he walked outside, said, hey, do you want to work at my shop? And that's how he got his first job. Dude, I'm telling you, the blow-drying, bro. The blow-drying. <laughs> I'm telling so you about the blow-drying, bro. Damn, okay, true. I need to fucking get on that. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's so fucking interesting. I mean, very, I mean, we have so much to talk to you about. But very quickly, just like how did you guys end up in this business of – because like I never would have thought that being a barber – First of all, too, I'm gonna say it. You all, but you both got Rolexes on. I talk. <laughs> Yo, you, you got the Hulk you on. You looked immediately. You got the Hulk on. All right. I think you got the sub. All right. Listen, you got the, you I got, got a regular job. I don't got those things. <laughs> and you guys are barbers. I what I do wrong. Parents, I didn't know about that. I didn't know about that. The, the, the blower. Our to save very, very early. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, yeah. How did you guys just, you know, get into this sort of thing? Because I, I never would have imagined. Yeah. First of all, I didn't know thing, this was yeah. a, was a thing. And then second, like that, there's a very specific market and skill yeah. for this. I agree. Same. Yeah. It was a fluke for me. Hundred percent fluke. I had no intention of getting into this hair business mm -hmm. at all. So, I was in college. Didn't have a lot of money at the time. Uh, still to this day, you know. But um, my mom was a cosmetologist, as, mm. as, as, I, as I mentioned before. So she was cutting my hair. And one summer, she actually went over to China to visit her family. And so before that, my, one of my best friends at the time was also getting haircuts too from her. And so no one could cut his hair. He went out to get um, a random cut anywhere in, like from Yelp. Sure. And he got the worst haircut of his life. Mm -hmm. 
He's like, yo, Tim, you got to do something about it. It's got to be in your blood. I went down <laughs> to my ba- basement yeah. and fixed them up, used two hours of my time, and it was okay. Mm, really? And, and then the next time, um, next time he came back, he brought a couple friends, and then that's how it started. Whoa! Whoa. Like Fight Club. Damn! With, with fucking scissors and shit. I love that. Wild. That's I, I had, crazy. I had no idea what I was doing, but I had I You hadn't, I had like, trained yeah. or anything like that? Nothing at all. Yo, oh, you straight <laughs> up learned, like, Matt, like, like fucking Splinter learned... Karate, bro. Yeah, it was like just fucking Neo over here. Just like learned it like through osmosis, yeah, dude. Yeah, like yeah, Shang Chi. No. Okay, it was a fluke for he's sure. a chosen it's crazy. one. Crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Now his um, friend was right. He has it in his blood. Yeah, <laughs> you do. Really, really crazy. Hey, how about you, Carl? How about you? Um, so I actually used to just cut my own hair in high school, um, and that it just started out of the fact that I was just frustrated waiting at the shop all the time. Yeah. What do you mean and waiting? So like, I guess very traditionally. You would wait. You would walk in and sit down and wait. Right. Oh, you to make reservations. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then now, nowadays, like you're looking at 2021, everybody's making appointments now. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So back in the day, you would just get to the shop, and if you were number six in line, you would know you're number six. But like, there was no queue system. There's no text you back system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, sitting yeah. there all day. Yeah, sitting there waiting. Yeah, and in high school, I was very religious on getting my hair cut every week because oh, I shit. just didn't like the sides growing right, out. Right, right. I just wanted to keep it fresh, and I wore hats a lot of time, and I want the shape up to be clean. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, I mean, it was a regular thing for me to be at the shop, but then I realized, wow, like sometimes I would get to the sh- like shop on Saturday at one o'clock, and we get out of there at like four thirty, go home, shower, get outside again, and it would be like six o'clock. Yeah, and yeah. my whole Saturday was gone. Right. So after a while, I was like, you know what, it can't be that bad. So I tried to give myself a haircut, and the first haircut didn't turn out too well. But I was like, you know what, it definitely did beat spending five hours back and forth getting this haircut. So I did it more frequently, and that's how it started. Um, I only I only was cutting myself, but um, uh, I never imagined myself in the hair industry until mm-hmm. I got a haircut from Tim. Oh shit! Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, then, I gotta get a haircut. He, from this he guy. was so good that you're like, I want to make this my life. This that's some samurai. <laughs> that's crazy. You ever seen that that Seven Samurai where like the guy fucking <laughs> kills the guy and it's like, let me be your master. You know? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. like that. No, that's like that. It was crazy because I think the first haircut <laughs> I ever got, right? Uh, I showed up. To one of my friend's parties yeah afterwards it was af- after i got cut from tim and then um my friend karen she noticed it right away she's like wow that's a really nice haircut and then like i always had clean haircut you know it's yeah. like but it wasn't like faded mm. and then um just yeah she commented right away and a lot of people started commenting that night and i was like wow, wow really oh this God. is it this is it you know like, like <laughs> i've never seen that yeah. happen like you're at a party and as and I'm just imagining you walking in in slow mo with like your fade, yeah. like you're tossing your hair back and forth, and it's like, oh my god, look yeah. at Carho. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh man, I, I got I got looks that night. Yo, <laughs> and then, shit. Oh my god. And I was like, I was like, this feels great. And I was like, if we could do this bigger for everybody else, wouldn't this be really cool? Wow. Well, clearly Carho had a threesome that night, and that's, <laughs> clearly. that's what happened. Um, well, okay. I want to I want to start here with this whole thing. Thanks for sharing all that. We, we love it. Uh, we've kind of divided this into like four sections of the Asian hair experience because I want to hear from everybody, obviously Mike and I included. And I think the first thing about Asian hair is that like, like you guys both mentioned, you know, you grew up with it, you know, when you're young and that's other things too, is when I was a baby or like five before puberty, I had really straight hair Sure. and I didn't, it wasn't, it didn't occur to me that my hair was like different or weird or anything like that. But I think after puberty, your hair kind of changes. And there's a moment in your teen life where you notice that your hair is different and Asian hair is a thing mm. and i wanted to kind of like ask you guys about that moment when you're just like oh do i have something different than somebody else for me like i grew up in ohio but it started way before that when i was in japan full of people who should have had the same hair 
that I do, but the guy cutting my hair, there's a word for people with my kind of hair in Japanese. We, we call it kusege, which means it's like, it's a hair with habit. Um, also, like, means like curly hair, kind of. And that word was very triggering to me because, like, oh, I have this, like, other thing that, that's difficult to deal with uh, as opposed to, like, sort of straight hair. And then I moved to Ohio, which clearly no access to, like, an Asian haircut person. So my mom cut my hair, too. I was, like, 18. And I always had, very, like, a lot of anxiety getting haircut. And um, even when I was in Japan, like, I'd go back every summer. And I didn't know how to, like, order necessarily. And also, if you get your haircut, like, in a foreign country, they, like, give you the haircut that's popular in that country. And I was you. so afraid that, like, they'd give me, like, a Final Fantasy VII haircut, yeah. you know? And I'm, like, <laughs> wasn't trying to look like Cloud. Right. To go to They're giving you the sword with the gun. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, that, on your way out, they give you, you go, a here's, a, uh, <laughs> here's a sword with a gun. Yeah, and there's a bike, and then you <laughs> go. Yeah. Damn. fucking tight. So that was sort of, like, my initial experience with it. I was probably, like... 13 when I 14 when I was that's when I started becoming a little bit more aware and insecure about it um, so I want to kind of pass it on to you guys to see like when when did you start realizing uh, that your hair was different and thanks for exposing your head by the you way you know Mike. what I mean well I wanted to talk about so like I realized that I've never explicitly thought about it I always just thought I just don't have good hair at all I just can't do anything about you it you thought you didn't have good hair yeah or whatever cause like uh, every haircut I've ever had every place I've ever gone to I was never I've never left the barbershop going I look great mm. <laughs> I, it's always mm, mm. my hair shorter yes <laughs> that's, yes. that's like I remember one time I just this was probably stupid but I went to like one of those like uh, like places where um, it's like a uh, it's, it's like a haircutting school Right, and oh, I was like, I'll go yeah. to one of these. Bumble and Bumble, they have one. Of these. Yeah, they have one of those, yeah, and yeah. it was like it's supposed to be. It was like a Paul Mitchell school, right? So I was like, okay, these people should know. And this lady, she like, she was like, I think it would look great if your hair was like, like, uh, what she she said if you wore it up. And I was like, I, I'm not going to prom. Like, what is yeah, what yeah, are you yeah, talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. So she cut my hair, and then she like made it like stand up. I think she was trying to give me a flat top, and ah, but like my hair is not like that. Yeah, and <laughs> I remember. Like, I had to look her in the eye and lie to her that I liked it, right? Dude! I, was like, I can't tell you how many times I've done that. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is great. Yeah, and she looked so proud of herself. So I was like, this is terrible. And I remember I went right into, right to the, uh, to, I mean, I, the main mission was getting my hair shorter and that was accomplished. Yeah. So like, I just went to my car and just like, kind of like combed it down or whatever. And I've realized that I started like cutting my own hair and like just buzzing my head, like as you see now, maybe in starting in 2000 and seven or something like that because and i realized i just don't want to deal with it anymore i don't oh. want i'm so tired of like being di disappointed or like i i literally don't know what to do with it i and uh, um i don't think i'm going bald but i have a very high for forehead so i just don't like how that looks either so i'm just like you know what i'm just gonna go japanese monk you know i'm just gonna mm. do that mm -mm. and i've said this before i just i deal with the problem by just getting rid of it you know, I just don't have, I can't have a haircut problem if I don't have hair, but bam. So that's yeah, sort of yeah. like my own thing. I remember once uh, I asked my friend, where should I get a haircut? And she sent me to like a barber, like a black barber shop. And I didn't know it was like a black barber shop until I got there. And by that time it was too late. So I was like, I didn't want to like look like a racist. So I was like, <laughs> I sat down and they like, they get, they, you know, the guy clearly cared. He was like doing his thing. He didn't like treat me any weirder. But he, he asked me um, if I wanted like all edged out 
and I didn't know what he meant. And I was like, sure. I have no idea. And then, but he like gave me this whole thing. I look like Drake. I was like, it was like, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I look like a fucking, like straight up like Dominican. I was like, yes. yo, this is crazy. I actually kind of liked it. It was too <laughs> intense for me, but at least, at least he cared. And I was yeah. like, this guy cares. And yeah. I feel like he maybe not, didn't get, I, I didn't feel like this is going to be what I want to do, but it was like the first time I felt that somebody is like not just treating me as like, you know, a number and just like, just cutting my hair shorter. Mm. But that's sort of like the thing. And now I just keep cutting my hair really short. A, because it's cheaper and easier for me to do. Um, and B, I still actually, if I went to one of you guys, I would, I'm actually embarrassed that I would go and say, I don't know what to do. I feel like I would cry. Yeah, do, do, do you guys get that a lot? Or like people come, oh, young man. Asian guys come in and their hair looks like a microphone and they're like, I don't know yeah. what to do. It's uh, funny that you say microphone. I just had another client, a client recently that literally I got that from your like TikTok, this. actually. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, like people, everybody, like a lot of Asians have this this problem about nobody of, of, of nobody talking about their hair. Yeah. And yeah. nobody really understanding how it grows and what hairstyles work with that hair type. Yeah. Right. Right. And so a lot of my clients growing up in the basement, I was cutting hair in the basement, a lot of them told me, yo, I really like the fades from the Latino and the black barbershops, but they don't really know how to do the top. So I actually had to go to do th two different shops. Two different Whoa, shops? Two different what? shops. It's crazy to Whoa, me. That's like, crazy. So I made it a goal to actually, perf uh, not perfect, but like consistently do well in both yeah. aspects, right? The Whoa. sides and the top. And so I think that's where, uh, what ma makes us different, right? Uh, we understand how hair grows on the sides, right? And then we also do various hairstyles that work with the growth pattern and the hair type. Right. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And including, right, <clears throat> the conversation you have with the client is very, very important as well. Yeah. Just like dropping that knowledge, educating them how to style, right? Right. But it also comes with the lifestyle, too. Like if the lifestyle, if, you're, if your lifestyle is wake up and go, I'm not going to give you something spiky, right? Right. I'm going right. to give you something that works Ooh, for you, right? I didn't even, I didn't even, think, about that. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Shit. How do you, how do you, have you how do you deal with that when your clients ask you? Yeah, so I I mean I think that understanding um two aspects. We break it down to the fade and the shape. And that's something that's very popular because like we are kind of more on the urban side of barbering. Yeah. Mm. Uh so we do like a lot of fades in the shop. We can also do the gentleman longer sides, but longer sides for guys actually has to go through a period of growth. Okay. So you like longer sides means like maybe at least 3-4 inches. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, off off from the the scalp yeah yeah because other than that it would stick out yeah so stick out. so it would have to be a certain length for us to comb back mm. yeah so what's what's lower maintenance generally sometimes is either really grown out hair where you slick it all back or short hair where you come back every two weeks dude two, oh. Three weeks. Yeah, oh my so. god this is so yeah. triggering because in <laughs> high school yeah. again i went to school in ohio all white kids and i so my white friends would get a haircut like once every like three or four months or something. Right. Yeah. And I needed it once a month. Yeah. And I, but I was so embarrassed that that I was not in the same sort of growth pattern as them. And so I would lie about getting a haircut. Wow. Isn't that yeah. crazy? I was yeah. just like so embarrassed. And even even today, uh, I will get a haircut, but in two weeks, my size look weird. So I'll take my like razor and I'll use that like little sticky thing. Yeah. And I like shape the sides just yeah. to I can last two more weeks until I can get Right, Another right, thing right. is that a common thing? Am I, is this me? I, I know. I, I, I feel I like know. I have to do you that. Used to, you used to get your hair cut yeah. every week or whatever you. Yeah, said. every week. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It was yeah, every yeah. week for myself. So it, I w if I was not cutting the sides one week, I was getting a shape up the other week. Yes. Or a tape up, and the tape up is just like along the sideburns in the back of the neck, and it just keeps things super clean. Yeah. Um, but for for me, it was a yeah. preference. But like, 
I, I totally understand what you guys are saying because we actually even have sometimes some clients that come and then they, they shape up their sides themselves, but they can't do the back because yeah, they yeah. can't see it. Yeah. And, and so then they'll come back and then we'll know that they've done it. And they'll be like, yeah, I shaped myself up a little bit. And be like, yeah, it's all good, you know? Yeah. Because like, yeah, we yeah. understand, like, there's, right. there's, there's no shaming, I think, in our space because we've been through all those problems ourselves before. Yes. Yo, so I don't yes. think that there's there should be anybody that walks in here that feels uneasy because at the end of the day, we understand. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's a great point because like you keep describing yourself as, as, as having bad hair. I I, I, I don't want to help you get over that because I I I've, I've, I've also hated my hair, I've but I feel it. like in the last couple of years I've learned to just kind of like it, you know. Yeah. Um, it's probably because all my friends are losing hair and I'm just like thankful. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, yeah. but also like I hated it, but I feel like it's because I didn't know how to style it or tell the barber what to do with it. Right. And I feel like, yeah, I think I think there's a lot of Asian people out there who are like, I hate my hair. And yeah, I, I don't think they have to. I don't think anyone has hateful hair. If that right. makes sense. You I, know? I feel that one thing I've I I was looking at your TikToks, and I feel one thing you guys do. I, I've learned this from. I see you have a lot of tattoos. I always feel like when you get tattooed, it's a you may have an idea in your mind of what you want, but the tattooer is the one who's going to really guide you into what this is going to look good on your arm. Because if you come to them and you got a bunch of stuff, like they know what works on a body, right? And they know how to do it. And I feel like I've not really encountered too many. Uh, you you're putting so much trust in the barber, right? You, you know, and I've I've seen your TikToks. You like you you say, oh, you have a face like this, and you know, to your point, you got a lifestyle like this, and therefore you need this. And I feel like, you know, that take would take a lot of anxiety out of it because I I've always hated. You know how sometimes they say, oh, if you want a haircut, you got to print out what you want and bring it in. And I'm like, I cannot go inside of a barbershop with a picture of Brad Pitt and be like, hey, could you make me look like Brad Pitt? Yeah, it's not going to work. And uh, you Why know, do people do that, though? I know. <laughs> I know. Asians do that, too. Huh? Yeah. They do that, too. Brad Pitt? Really? Yeah, because like yeah. They, they're, they're jealous of their yes. hair, right? Yes. And, but, but, but they're not jealous of their hair. I think they're more jealous of their face. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, yeah. you know, like, I mean... You know, if if I if you if a client goes in there, so you know, sort of like what's the process of, I don't even know, like talking them off the edge of the cliff. You know, like how do you kind of get them to relax and, and understand? Yeah. And and and, and yeah. I guess like if I were to go into a place, sure. what is the questions I should be asking? Do you know what I'm saying? You like, should be asking. Or or yeah, like how yeah. do I communicate with my person who's going to cut my hair so I can get the guest best experience? Oh wow. Okay. Cool. I mean, I think the the first question you should ask is what would work with my face shape okay. and hair type? Yeah. If they cannot answer those questions, you should leave right away. Oh, really? Okay. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just because uh, different hair types, different face structures and growth patterns, right? You know the double sp the spiral mm. in the back of your head? Yes. Sometimes some hairstyles don't work with that, right? Oh, really? Mm. So you have to... Is that called a cowlick? Exactly. The, yes. the, the spiral. Yeah. It causes cowlicks. Oh, okay. Oh. Right? So if, if you have a cowlick back there, you probably don't want something too long, right? Or you don't want it too short. Mm. Right. So I think that for for cl clients out there, people out there that are watching, I think if you are uneasy about the barber they're going to, I think maybe reach out to him on Instagram first. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Whoa. Start a cons consultation. Whoa. Whoa. Slide to those DMs, bro. Slide to the DMs. I like it. Exactly. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and if, the, if, if the vibe is not there, maybe uh, try someone else. Oh wow. shit! The vibe's got to be there. The yeah. Damn. <laughs> it's like, like grinder in I here. I swear to God, Asian in 2021 got us so good, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> this, this like really do. I mean, I'm sharing stories about lying about how often I get my haircut. People are like sliding the DMs, yeah, you, you, sending you, nudes with with cool uh, hair. And you shit. think I had a, a vibe going on? With <laughs> Debbie from Debbie from Supercuts. <laughs> from Supercuts. 
Oh, oh hell super no. Cuts. Super I, cuts, bro. bro oh, I went there in fucking 2009. I was 19 years old. Just moved to New York City, right? And I, my mom wasn't around to cut my hair, obviously. I went into super cuts because I feel among men, this is changing, but among men, not just Asian guys, there's this weird misconception that you should only spend $20 on a haircut. Yes. And if you spend any more than that, you're like a weirdo for caring about your hair or whatever. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll go to a super cuts because I wanted to go to a Japanese person, but I, I looked at the prices and they're like up to 50, like around 50 bucks, which is totally normal. That's fine. Yeah. You know, they're doing a lot. 50 bucks is worth an hour of your time. So I go to super cuts and it was like not an Asian guy. And he was like, speaking of shaming, he like couldn't get over it. He thought my hair was like, so dry because the weight was growing and stuff and he like he, he destroyed my hair and then he <laughs> lathered a bunch of conditioner on my hair and he was like yeah just keep that on for like a couple days or something and i literally left with conditioner on my hair and i was like this is the most humiliating experience i've ever had you know um it was like raining so it was getting all like bubbly and shit you know what <laughs> what <I mean? laughs> um and then one of our uh, speaking of shaming one of our guests or sorry one of our fans uh, sent in this thing this is crazy i don't know what you guys feel about this uh, I forgot her name, but I will leave that out. She said, uh, I, went, I went to a slightly fancy hairdresser in a department store in southern England. As an ethnically Chinese-European mixed-race child around nine years old in the early 90s, I have the same hair as my mom, thick and straight. And when the hairdresser sh started to cut my hair, she felt it sounded funny. And every member of the staff gathered around to hear the sound of my hair being cut because it was so thick and Asian, I guess. That's the kind of shit we're dealing with, man. Yeah, in dude. the 90s, dude. People just, yeah, that was in the 90s, and now it's all about the hair vibes, the vibes as we know. The vibes. Tushy, the modern bidet company, washes away even the messiest of poopies, leaving you with a better clean than toilet paper. Is your butt clean enough to sit on the couch naked? No. What? What? Whoa. <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of question is that? That is intense. <laughs> you don't sleep and sit on your couch naked? I do all the time. So if you if you if it's not, can get a tushy, the modern bidet that attaches directly to your toilet in under ten minutes. If you got poop on any other part of your body, would you just wipe it off, right? No, you'd wash it. Stop wiping it and start washing with Tushy, the modern bidet that attaches directly to your toilet. Yo, it is so, Tushy is so good. It's been so hot and sticky. And you know what? If you know what swamp butt is in New York City, Woo! yo, the bidet, this Tushy will take care of that. Just sit on there, splish splash. You're all fresh, baby. That's so nice because the alternative is to just like stand awkwardly in your office and shove a piece of toilet paper up there and like <laughs> let it let it absorb and then and then you're just like if anyone saw me do this I'd get fired immediately so yeah. I would prefer yeah. Yeah. a nice refreshing water on my butt um, right there you go Tushy is the modern bidet for people who poop just poop wash and pat dry it washes your bum with water for a better clean than toilet paper washing with water is less irritating and more soothing for your b-hole if you didn't know that already <laughs> Tushy has a full product line to help make the restroom the best room including a Tushy ottoman and a Tushy brush they <laughs> got a Tushy ottoman <laughs> yeah baby that's so much there's, there's, there's a lot going on start washing with a tushy bidet for a better clean go to hello tushy.com slash a n a to get 10 percent off plus free shipping this is a special offer for our listeners at hello tushy.com slash a n a for 10 percent off after you buy and install your tushy show it off tag us at at hello tushy on instagram and let your friends know what's going on with your butt i do have a question as far as you know this um have you seen an evolution, I guess, as far as like how people approach, because I think a lot of guys for a long time is just like, I just need the cheapest haircut I get because it's all it's all it's all bad, right? But have you started to see? I think the I think younger generation, uh, younger people are going to be cool with like, oh, I don't mind spending more for a good barber to cut my hair 
and stuff like that. Do you, are you seeing like a trend in that way? Are you seeing you know different people come in and, and accept like that there's a certain you know you, you need to pay for a certain Standards. thing in order to, yeah, yeah, to have absolutely. a good standard? Yeah, yeah, and just to, just to go back and um, echo the part about the vibes, right? Yeah, I think uh, the vibe check is huge now. What? Oh shit! The yeah. vibe check? Yeah. Is, is, is that on the menu? What the hell? Check? Oh my check. god! Five dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, did we just become a complex podcast? Oh my god! Oh, yeah. Vibe check? Yeah, I've never heard yeah. that. Okay, go ahead. No, no, the it's 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 serious. I think uh, I think traditionally barbershops have always been a place of community, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's a place where you get your news, where you just like you know just shoot shoot the shit, yeah. And then you you can just talk to other people in the space about whatever's going on, yo. So it's like a guy's way of detoxing outside of oh my you know, god the home and everything great, else. You great know? analogy, my god. So I think that women have always done this, right? Yeah. But for guys, it was the barbershop. So when you talk about spaces like supercuts or like places that are just chop shops yeah um, chop, chop shop yeah offering less of the vibes and things like that there right now there's much more appeal to be part of this community mm, yeah. so i think that um with that being said everybody started to elevate their game in terms of what what they offer and who they offer it to oh uh and it speaks to different audiences so like you've got the real gentleman shops the whiskey shoe shines things like that alan edmonds they've been doing that for a while mm-hmm. um like those places like you know they're popular for a lot of the corporate guys sure sure but now that streetwear and yeah the, the urban scene has blown up like crazy now you're looking at a new generation of gen z's and younger millennials that are really into um urban streetwear yeah and then you're looking at the fades and and the places that cater to that and so i think when we designed our space we were looking at what do we like right what do we love what does our community love right and it was easy because we're just serving ourselves. Yeah. Mm. And everybody that kind of identified with that vibe, you know. So we'll play like lo-fi music during the day. Oh, and man. A little so bit mellow. Of, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, a, yes. little, a little bit of hip-hop at night. And so it's like people come in and they could feel like, you know, not only do they f- feel like this is the stuff that they like, that they, they're getting a good haircut. They're, they're surrounded by the people that also are like them. Oh shit! Wow. Are you finding do you guys ever? I mean, are you finding that you guys end up being like therapists for these people sometimes? Oh, for sure. Oh, really? Yeah. What kind of what what is, what is <laughs> yeah. Asian barbershop culture? What, yeah. What, what, are, we, what, what, are, we what are we talking about? about? You know, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know? Well, I think we're we're very. I think what's been really cool recently um, that we've started to really own is that we have some pretty cool clientele that come in into our oh, store. Shit. Okay. Because I think because we've been coined. And since the beginning, we were always kind of afraid to say that, hey, we're an Asian barbershop because we could cut all types of hair. Right. Sure. I mean, yeah. there's no, it, the, the clippers don't discriminate, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but like because of where we are, naturally, we get a lot of the Asian American sure. audience. Yeah. We're in Chinatown. Most of us are Asian. And so we just get that demographic that comes in. Yeah. Um, but recently, I started to really realize, like, wow, we're getting some really cool motherfuckers in here. Yeah. And, and like, the thing is, is that... Can we drop names? Yeah. Oh. Can we, can we, say, can we oh, take names? Yeah. I mean, some, la- some? last week, I, I was able to cut uh, Bernie, um, the career director from... I thought you were going to say Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's, it's all about the vibe. I was like, is that a <laughs> socialism vibe? <laughs> That's tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you're very good. Nah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we, we got, like, homies like Mark Lashark, like... I'm talking about young creatives. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I yeah. think a lot of the times uh, when I was growing up, um, and I, this resonates a lot with uh, our audience, but it, it goes back to our origin stories, right? Mm. Um, a lot of us, our parents wanted us to be something white collar, something professional, right. something licensed, right? Um, 
and not definitely not licensed barber. Right, right, <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, 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 not yeah. different kind of license. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. So um, that was the route that we were always encouraged to go towards. And taking any other route was more like being like the black sheep of the family. Mm-hmm. For sure. And um, especially the fact that we were into urban wear, you know, got tattoos, everything yeah, yeah. like that. Being the barber wasn't the most ideal uh, in terms of like how the family would see you. Right. And so doing this was very bold for us mm-hmm. um, because we were kind of like breaking that barrier. But when we started to attract a lot of the creators that were doing really dope things in the scene, and especially through a lot of the AAPI conversations that were happening uh, since May, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we started to realize that we're actually attracting a lot of these cool creators that come into our space. And we started to build like this little powerhouse for Asian Americans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn. And like we're having these conversations and we're actually able to inspire the younger kids who are like, who come in here and like, to be honest, I was like, yo, what do you guys want to do? I want to be an engineer. And they're like, why? Oh, my parents <laughs> want me to. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you? What do you want to do? Oh, shit. Yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah. Wow. You go. And so, like, those are the type of conversations when you say, like, what is the gossip, right? It's not really gossip. It's like, yo, what's the word? Like, what do you want to do? And, like, I think that we're able to not only inspire, uh, but connect our own community with each other. Yeah. That's, oh, like, shit. the real value of our I t- I'll tell you, if I was young and I met you two and your whole, as you guys have said, vibe, I'd be like, I want to be more like these guys. I want to be like my you know dorky doctor cousins those guys have no yeah. vibe at all i love that you guys were like unlicensed um guidance counselors this is that's great that's, that's, that's really great i gotta go Mentor. and check out the space yeah. you know you guys uh i'm i'm, fi- I'm sensing comedy show i'm sensing oh, comedy show for sure there's a comedy show in a barbershop that, that yeah, our yeah. friend ronnie but, runs but, but, but it's not an asian one it's not an asian one this um, could be a cool one can i ask you this because uh i've seen this happen in person a couple of times what do you do when you cut someone's hair and they don't like it. Oh, yeah. And and, and they're not nice boys like me and Mike who are going to be like, oh, thanks. And then, oh, and then fix no. it later. And, but they like, <laughs> yeah. do they freak out? And if they do, what do you do in response to that? You know? Well, the first thing you make sure you do is that you say that you're somebody else. <laughs> if you like this experience, my name is Tim. <laughs> and you exit and get, get out of yeah, there yeah, as soon yeah. as possible. Exactly. <laughs> Now I mean, like, yeah, I think that it's inevitable that, like, you just can't please everyone. Yeah. Like, I've had it in the past. But we've learned from that, and I think that's why we spend so much time on the consultation to make sure yes. that this does not happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. But if it does happen, you know, like, we're, we're, free, we're, we're, I mean, I'm, I'm down to give you a free haircut, you know, right. like, if you hate it that much. If you really hate it, yeah. you know, I'm down to just yeah. enjoy. My, you know? my barber always told me that if they don't like it, it's because they don't know how to order. They don't know how to tell you. Right, right. Mm. I think there And, and that's been, a real thing. Yeah. There could have been some miscommunication between the barber and the client, right? Right. And I think that what we strive to do is to have clear communication on both ends, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? So that nothing goes wrong at the, for the end result. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's why the picture reference is key, right? So picture yeah. video, e- yeah. even as, as much as we describe it through words, yeah. we always confirm, be like, oh, this is what it looks like. It's just yep. something similar that you would want. Mm. And then um, sometimes, let's just say they bring in a picture that's not realistic, right? Um, let's just say picture some, some Asian guy comes in and wants a fro. Yeah. And then we'll look <laughs> at that. just like ludicrous. What if, yeah. yeah, what if a guy, yeah, okay, then the, what happens? The, then we have an intervention. We have all the barbers. Intervention? <laughs> His mom is there. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we take out the nice Jordans. Yeah. Like, just like, come on. In the no. name of Jordan. Yeah. Yeah, because like, uh, you know, like a lot of people come like from different shops and all the terminology might not be clear. So yeah. that's why we like try to uh, educate our clients too about all of the, um, 
the, the, the terminology, the correct terminology and what it looks like, right? So that they know, even if they don't decide to come back to us, they can talk about it on their next visit somewhere else. Mm. Whoa. Uh, are, are you seeing any like new kind of crazy hair? I, I guess like uh, we were, ta- I was talking to Fumi about this. Have you guys seen Squid Game? Have you guys watched that show? Yeah. Yeah. And at the end, this isn't a spoiler, I don't think, but that the, the, the character guy. who, the guy who, who wins, he gets like a crazy haircut. And well, he dyes it red. It's like super red. It's yeah. it's like it's really intense. And uh, I I feel like culturally I'm missing something because I feel like this makes sense in Korea. It, it doesn't we didn't make sense. get it. Yeah, we're like in America, we're like, what's going on here? Why does he yeah. have such intense hair now? Uh, I think it was supposed to be something for the character. But are you seeing anything like, you know, I I know for example, Gen Z kids love the middle part, man. They lo- they're loving the middle part. Are you seeing stuff like that? And are like, do you guys have to kind of evolve in order to meet that or is that like something that's not in your it, you're not seeing that as much because of who your clients are or what oh yeah for sure like i think that within the past few years i think k k-pop has been blowing up like crazy and yeah. i think that a lot of a lot of asian americans are are seeing that influence and asking us for for, for these that kind of middle haircut. parts or like you know oh, 60 shit. 40s and actually it's not, and a lot not, of not even just asian americans you got oh, really yes. yo, i think i think yeah, squid games, has the <laughs> yep. yeah, yeah, yeah i think squid games the k-pop nation movement i yeah. think uh all of that really brought in a lot of heavy asian influence for hair yeah and you're locking at you're looking at a lot of different ethnicities walking in here and be like yo they pull up a k-pop picture and then we were actually having this conversation a couple of nights ago or we were all chilling and we were like yo Squid Games, this K-pop movement really put on for Asians because now yeah. you've got a lot of people pulling up pictures of Asian guys now, and you're talking about other ethnicities. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. And then um, we, I think, uh, two weeks ago we had somebody who's Mexican, really long, grew his hair. He had straight hair though. Yeah. And he grew it out, and he was like, he wanted this uh, wavy, textured, uh, two-block haircut. And we, we, he came in, he tried to do a walk-in, and we didn't have any appointments available for him. And so I wanted to pair him up with a styling session. So we mm. were going to do something special for him because I thought that was really cool. You yeah. Know, he had this like, yo, I really want this. I really want to try that. I grew out my hair for like a year and a half. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. And like, so he was really invested and we wanted to get him right. So I set him up with one of our guys and, you know, we taught him how to use the iron so that he could get it in that wavy texture without having to get a perm. So he Dang. could try it out, mm-hmm. see if that's something that he really liked. And that's something that may, he may want to consider getting a perm for. But like... Seeing that sort of influence, that Asian influence, especially for aesthetics, yeah, that people are asking for, is dope. Because like, when when has the Asian guy become like the cool one? The cool one, absolutely. And, 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 absolutely. and now and now you're looking at like Squid Games and all this stuff. Yo, it's yo, it's probably a lot of girls out there be like, yo, I want an Asian boyfriend. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> this kind of this kind of brings yeah. up the whole thing about um, you know. Uh, I I, can, I always feel I can we, we always play that game at the beginning of the show where we guess someone's ethnicity based on their name mm-hmm. and I think in real life I actually think it's it's difficult to say oh this person's Japanese this person's Chinese this person's Korean the main giveaway for me besides their outfit usually is their haircut yeah like yeah. Korean dudes they got this they got that kind of like with the bangs and stuff you know I don't even know how to describe it you know what Waves, I'm yeah. Yeah. yeah and I'm just like that's a Korean guy that guy yeah. is named you know uh, uh, fucking Gene <laughs> Young right there right? Like, I'm looking at him mm-hmm. and I can always tell and I feel like J- Japanese dudes got, got a different haircut Chinese dudes like Asian Americans have a certain kind of because you know we're kind of like a little bit more street mm-hmm. you know yeah, I always absolutely. feel it's just like anime man you know you can care, tell the characters apart by their haircut yeah that's yeah, what yeah, I always yeah. feel you know um, speaking of middle part do you feel like so this is like a question we got from a fan I think it's a fantastic question because Mike and I don't really know how to, how to answer it oh, yeah. this guy was saying 
He said, I've been getting fade slash buzz cuts my whole life. What's the best way to explore a new cut or hairstyle? I have Asian hair. I have the Asian hair issue. It's thin and grows strangely, it feels like. Asian hair is real, though. It doesn't make sense. And that's why I just cut the fade. Right. And that's a great point because, like, it took me a long time to figure out, like, what I like and how I like to order. Mm -hmm. But now, with everything changing, like, I don't... Sometimes I get out of the shower and I try the middle part, but I don't think I, I, don't think I can do it with my hair. I don't think you can do it either. I, I don't know. Is that, like... For, for an Asian guy who just forgot their hair, what would you say to somebody who comes in and says like, hey, I, you know, obviously my hair grows like this, it looks good when I you know, tighten the size and grow the top, but I wanna try something new. You know, how would you go about talking to somebody like that? Mm. Well, it takes a lot of patience for one, just because you kinda wanna grow it out a little bit just to see how it sits and, and lays on your head. Yeah, if and you're so coming from short hair. If you're coming, from short, if you're coming from short hair, okay, for sure. Okay. But if you do have long hair and it doesn't work, then it's probably not for you. Mm. Um, mm -mm. And so I think um, a lot of the times when we get questions from our fans, people who DM us, like, oh, my God, it's actually pretty insane. We do get over, like, 100 DMs a day. Oh, shit. Oh my God. And, and then it's, like, it's really tough. Like, in the, in the beginning, we were, like, very um, ambitious. And we're like, yo, let's answer all of these. Let's go one by one. And then after a while, it just... It's too we many. Just had to, yeah, we just had to pick and choose and just, like, randomly go for some. Yeah. Right. But, um... A lot of the times, having these conversations, we actually need to, you know, see pictures of them. Mm -hmm. We need to see what their hair looks like currently. Um, and we actually designed a whole service, a consultation for that, because we realized that a lot of people are looking for that tailored style. Yeah. And so, like, right. they want to know if it could possibly work for them. And right. so, we give them all the advice possible before they decide to invest. And when we say invest, it could be like time in terms of like mm. how long it takes for their hair to grow out. It could also be money because like you might need to get a perm right. in order to get that look. And you may or may not want to spend $200. Mm. And, and sometimes we look at the condition of the hair. Mm. And um, maybe they're coming out of um, previously processing their hair for dye, things like that. May not be a good idea for them to reperm their hair or you know put it through more chemical processing. So I think that the consultation is a super tailored process where we actually sit down and we just talk about the hair uh, and we implement that with the haircut. Yo, mm. I, that's yeah. another thing I wanted to talk about because I feel we, we, we talk about uh, blonde Asians up in here a lot. Yes, blonde right? Asians. We have, uh, we have a, a whole episode, I think, <laughs> about it. And, um, you know, I feel that, you know, for, for women especially, we're seeing a lot of like, you know, blonde hair, pink hair, young me, who, who fan of the pod, um, she has like, she has like, different hair every single time I see her are you seeing a lot of guys doing that yet are you seeing a lot of like different haircut like colors and stuff that people are playing around with that is that something you're starting to see because uh, we were saying like if you can't change yeah. the shape of your hair do you just, just change, change the, the color? color yeah no it's true because like if you actually do process it and dye it mm -hmm. the hair texture actually changes oh shit oh really it thickens it up and it makes it it's more thick it's thickens Ooh, up for sure oh wow also with a perm it looks a lot thicker Oh wow! That's why, that's why I would recommend if you're thinning a little bit, if you make it wavy, it'll look fuller and you'll have volume. Yeah, it'll give it that appearance. Exactly. Whoa, yeah. Mike. Yo, I'm gonna get blonde hair, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot of patience. I'm gonna, look like, I'm gonna look like that guy from uh, Rush Hour. You know, which yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah, the main bad guy. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, love, yeah. Oh wow. Love, love, this love. is great. This I is feel great. so. Um, I just feel like warm and fuzzy you guys have made yeah, hey, this vibe amazing. check vibe check vibe inside check. of the studio right now <laughs> really like it. we need yeah. more we need more like rare sneakers on the wall <laughs> i think that's a big thing you know what i have to pee so bad i'll okay, be right cool. back
So you just buzz your own hair. I just buzz my own but hair. But you, you, but would it make you curious to go in for the experience of it though? I, I would. I am actually wildly curious. Yeah. And I thought when we first booked you. Yeah. I thought about. Um, I was like, okay, I'm not. I'm maybe if I maybe if I don't cut my hair this whole time. Yeah. We actually had a, a plan to see if you would cut one of our hair right away, right here. Yeah. Right, like right now. That'd be hilarious. But we didn't. We couldn't line up the things. And <laughs> was that? That would have been. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, that'd that'd been been fun. Fun. yeah, it would have been fun. And then it would have been down. He just did a haircut <laughs> in the street yesterday. Did he? Yeah. Yo, yeah, so yeah. it's crazy. Like, um, w one of our clients hit up Tim and said it's an emergency. What? <laughs> and then this, the chop chairs were booked out, and so Tim pulled up, and we have footage of him cutting right in front of the store. So you do, you'll do like house calls, I guess, right? Yep. Yeah, I mean, as long as there's a space for me, you know, I have a cape, I have my tools, like there's nothing that can stop me. Um, I'm really curious. I am very self-conscious about my hair. Sure. Because again, like, I don't think it's, I don't, I don't think I'm thinning thinning, but like, I don't think it's very thick anymore. Mm -hmm and you know just how it is so do you even think like that's possible like i can go in and do you guys can help me you know it's funny so that, the reason that's the reason why i asked you is because um we have guys that are thinning thinning yeah like um who don't even have much hair come in with almost a full haircut and still come in and i think that they come in because for them it's like coming in to be with the guys yeah and like just chill kick it and then like having that conversation with his barber aka the therapist coach mentor everything so it's like um it's like more than the haircut yeah, itself really. yeah yeah so it's just like having that time to come in and just be like yo this is me time yo that's kind of fire and yeah. i think that like um the difference with us is we actually will give you a game plan and give you some knowledge on yeah. what could help the hair loss or the thinning you yeah, know yeah. like we'll give you so we like, could have tips. we could have those conversations these guys are maybe. selling me so hard I, I, <laughs> <laughs> listen th listen through this listen through this when you when you when you uh when you're editing listen through this again because it's like fire and it's a salesman you know, right here bro. we'll just make sure but like uh um see you next week <laughs> yeah tim, they're telling me about like you know c coming in and and the whole thing and i was like i was, I was being real vulnerable sure, about yeah, you know yeah. and then uh and then tim was also telling us about he, he like did a haircut he had an emergency haircut that he had to do and give a guy a haircut on the street why what that was, was yesterday he was getting married or something no i mean yeah, he was just going out you know his, his his type of emergency you know yeah. I, he has to look good for a party okay 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 and hey. I, I mean that you know that's a funny thing it's that you know this is the one pet peeve that i've always had when guys go out i don't understand why they wouldn't get a haircut correct yeah so it's like why go out at why even go out at all if you're not gonna look fresh Ooh, like, it, yeah. Like, it's like, yo, you could pay for a girl's drink at the bar, but you can't pay a little bit more to get your own haircut. Right. I think the haircut would give you a better chance than buying her a drink. <laughs> as as we know from from your party thing, yes, yes, people yes. note, hey man, that that fade is yo, sick, dude. For real, it's like that's one thing I never understood. So back in the days when I used to stand in line waiting for the club, and the dude in front of me just had his hair growing, I was like, wow, is he really going out tonight? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yo, you should save that twenty dollars and put it out of here. Damn, damn, I have a crazy story, man. <laughs> so I was drunk at I was drunk one time, man, and then I had this new client. The protocol is, how did you hear about us? Oh yeah. He said, Yo, bro, you came up to me in the club and said, Yo, bro, you need a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no way. The whole barbershop heard it. I was embarrassed for myself. That's so funny. But at least, you know, my head was in the right in the right place, you know? No, I mean, I get that. Yeah. Always when Mike marketing. and I get drunk, we used to pass out Asian Not Asian podcast stickers to people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Never worked. 100%. Um, is there, do you have any other, like, crazy, like, oh, I had to, like, like go to fucking some dude's yacht or some shit to do any, yeah, like, crazy any, haircut stories, any cr other crazy haircut stories like that? 
Because I hear you as far as a two. I, one of the things that always bothers me is when I do see, usually it's a younger guy, like a real young guy, like a college student who like isn't thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But he's he is he's got like he's just like real shaggy, you know. I'm just mm-hmm. like, how are you even comfortable walking around? Because it's mm-hmm. like so uncomfortable sometimes when your hair is like, and that weird length in between where you're, yeah. it's like long but not like too long. Mm-hmm. And you're, mm-hmm. I don't know. I always feel like at the very least. It's almost like you're walking around with like really long nails. Yeah, you're just yeah, like yeah. it like looks gross. Sometimes you know it's not their fault, you know. What yeah. Because I mean? like a lot of these guys, if they're walking around like that, a lot of these guys, a lot of my clients say, "I want a good haircut. Mm. I want to like going to get a haircut, Word. but every time I go, I hate myself." Yo, so it's like it's like if you actually enjoy getting your haircut, they probably wouldn't be walking around like yeah. that. Yeah, right, right, dang, right. you're right, and, man. And then they don't have the confidence to go inside because the, every time it's like rolling the dice. Yes, it's like, that's and, exactly and, that's and, exactly so how real. And, and so they that's walk so inside. It's like oh how do you want it and then the pressure's on them to say something that they right. don't know right. so it's like uh, uh, just a little bit shorter on the sides and a little bit shorter on top and then shorter for one barber and the other barber is different every time yeah 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 yeah. and then so like one inch maybe, means four yeah. right and then so it's like that whole experience they walk out of here they go oh no and then yes. so, so that makes them afraid of the barbershop. A lot of people are traumatized from there. Oh my god, yeah. that's so fucking real. Yo, man. no wonder everybody's fucking DMing us, dude. I know. We're getting into some traumatized. trauma. This is some trauma this is shit. Dude, this is a show. Asian hair therapy, dude. We do we do therapy while they're getting a haircut. I told you that uh well, first of all, that's a fire ass idea. But second <laughs> second, uh, I was telling them that like a rig- one of the plans was that one of us would get a haircut from you guys while we were while here. We're doing this. While we're doing <laughs> that the, was the thing. Plan. <laughs> so so okay, so if I go in there, yeah. if I go into your shop, which I mean, I'm very interested in going. At the very least cuz just uh, you guys seem like nice people. So like it would be cool. Do, do should I go in there and like have not cut my hair for a long time and like go in there or you know what I'm saying like oh, there? Yeah. I mean, I, I think that you'd definitely be more set up for a haircut if you didn't cut your hair. Good point. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> I just realized that. You have hair. I do. You I always forget like you're not balding balding. No. You have hair. I do have hair. Just grow it out. Okay. Let's try this. Okay. You get well, you're around. You you own a business in New York? Yeah, well, yeah. I'll be back All again right. and thanks. Don't cut your hair for a month. A month? I'll be back oh, for Thanksgiving. Okay. So this, we'll, this would be crazy. We we'll can see a transformation. And we'll do a video thing. Yeah. We'll rent their space out. Everybody okay. gets paid. We'll all get paid. <laughs> we got the money. We got the money. I'm, I'm, I'm already so anxious. I'm so anxious already. Oh, God. Guys, um, if you want to see this, go to patreon.com. So like, Isn't that Asian pod? Um, oh, my gosh. That was so great. Thank you guys so much for coming. And this was an amazing, amazing conversation. Um, where can our listeners find you and your work and perhaps your uh, barbershop? Yeah. So you can find us uh, on TikTok, on Instagram at 12pel, 12pell. And Pell Street's actually uh, a street in Chinatown. Not a lot of people know that. So people always hit us up. Where are you guys located? 12pel. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's actual address. That's yeah, a fire-ass yeah, street. Yeah. It's a really cool street. It's, like, very cinematic. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, great. Uh, yep, and you can also follow us on all the social media platforms at Asian Not Asian Pod. I'm also on there at the Fumi Abe. That's T H E F U M I A B E. You can find me on Instagram at Nice Pants Bro. Please come to our next stand up comedy show. November 23rd is our next Hack City comedy show at Union Hall. Is it no, no, it's at, it's at Caveat. I'm so sorry. November 23rd at Caveat. That's on the Lower East Side. That should be most convenient for most of our fans. So please come out. It's like seven or eight ish. Um, if you want tickets, go to um, our uh, website, asian.asianpod.com or... Um, 7 p.m. 7 p.m. And just go to our bio link on our Instagram. You'll find yeah. us there. And um, I think I think that's it. 
I think that is it. This was truly an incredible conversation. I'm so glad yeah. we did this, and I feel we need to do a follow-up. Please, please like, DM us. Let us know what you think about it. Let, tell us your stories. Because yes. it feels like, I mean, it sounds like every single guy has been traumatized. <laughs> traumatized? By fucking really? Haircut. Really? So I mean, you couldn't even really talk about it until I really, like 50 I'm very minutes nervous. in. You, That's why I put my hat back on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put another hat on after this, <laughs> and now we gotta worry about this thing in a month. Oh god. my god! Hope my but wife anyways, doesn't divorce me. Yeah, go go out there. You know, getting a haircut doesn't have to be traumatizing. Go get your vibe check. Okay. Yes. And if you're in New York, please, please, please go check out Twelve Pelt and get your haircut by Tim or Carhol. Um, thank you guys so much again, and Anals. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.